Hello, Rita. Hello, Mark. Good day. Good day to you. And what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the uh, Hard Headed Podcast. How you feeling today? How you feeling this week? How the hell are we feeling? How the hell are we feeling? <laughs> yeah, let's just start with that. How are you guys feeling, yeah. listeners and viewers? How can they tell us how they're feeling? Uh, you can, well, send us a, an email yeah. to uh, info at riseprojects.com, R-Y-Z-E, projects. Mm-hmm. Or do we do DMs too? Do we do DMs? We do DMs. Okay, you can DM us at hardheaded or even Margarita. We do DMs, yeah. yes. I might feel a bit weird talking today because it has been a hard two weeks. Yes. It's been a weird two weeks, I Stressful. should say. Stressful Stressful and heavy, heavy, especially when you have like no control over what you can do. Mm -hmm. I'm sure some of you know what we're talking about. And those who don't, it's about the situation happening in Palestine and Israel. It's it was a week of grief. And I think that's why last week we didn't film. We needed a break. Yeah. It's not that this is a political show here, but... This isn't a political show, so I'm not going to get too deep into this, but... Although this is not political. It's humanitarian. Still humanitarian. It's also a show about feelings and a show about society and humanity. I think what hurts the most is no one can feel to the same degree that they're feeling right now what they're going through. But for us, our reference, because we're children of immigrants... Who had to flee war so my parents are lebanese right they left during the, the, the civil war and that's directly tied to palestine mm. um your right. part syrian part lebanese and part palestinian so those things hit home or not hit home but they affect us closely because it's our roots and because our parents experience it directly too and you have family there. We have family, you know, in, in, in those regions. You have a family in Lebanon. Yeah. For Palestine, we, we don't. Yeah, you said you said I'm part Palestinian, yes, but I'm also Palestinian because all my grandparents are from there. They're the, and they've left because of the situation that's been going on for 75 years. And it's nothing new to us because... It's something that we've known about for a long time, especially coming from parents, immigrant parents that had to flee their country. So we're a bit more aware about it. I think what hurts the most, though, is that it's not the situation itself because it's nothing new to us. It's something that we've known and they've been going through for a long time, close to a century, as I said previously. What hurts the most is when you see um, Western media siding over uh, something that's really unfair and uneducating people on the matter and it brings a lot of propaganda and brainwashing to the majority of people and it's hard to watch that's the thing it's because we have this perspective yeah. because while we live in the West, we also have the perspective of, you know, from people we know and from family, for example, like our family in Lebanon. And you also are exposed to information and news sometimes directly, mm. 
from people you know and sometimes at least from news that provides a different perspective that is different from the propaganda that is fed to the west right it's very tunnel vision in 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 the west of course there are a lot of people who are more aware but there's kind of a dominant um, attitude and view and mm. that's what hurts because if the west is not is closing turning their head or closing their eyes to the atrocities happening then and then it it kills any sense of hope right mm-hmm. and that that makes it even more frustrating so that's been our week yeah <laughs> um i think if i can add something to this since what i'm feeling is frustration and anger and sadness um but i feel at least from what i've seen i feel like i have not seen this level of support from the world and by support i'm talking about people you know like people um grassroots support because now i feel like there's information that can be coming from outside the corporate controlled media mm. so I feel like it's a step forward. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen this many rallies and protests for um That's the thing. I've I've seen I've seen rallies and protests, but it, it's like it lasts for a week or two weeks max. Yeah. And then everyone forgets about it, right? And they move on, except us, except mm-hmm. Arabs and others who actually took the time to educate themselves and learn about the matter online because you have all the information you want online if you really sit and study uh, the whole thing you can have enough information to really understand what has been going on but it's people who are fed from that propaganda machine will forget about it in a week or two and think whatever and they think it's an incident that just happened recently right and will believe only one side because they're directed that way. This is what's sad. So yeah, social media is great because you see the support worldwide, but it's a double-edged sword. 100%. You took the word out of my mouth. It's a double-edged sword because you see that support, but you'll also see the other narrative that's being pushed. And echo chambers. Yeah, and echo chambers. And it's just like exhausting. It's also exhausting. That's how I felt. You see all this information and you see how people are fighting and you're just like, you're not supposed to be doing this right now. It's not helping anyone. Yeah. You know? So yeah, sad, grief, exhaustion. And we're, and what it doesn't help is we have, yeah, our parents went through this to some degree, but we had the privilege of being born in Canada. We don't, we never experienced this trauma. We go about our day, we wake up, we do our daily routine brush our teeth, eat, shower, sleep, work. We're safe. We feel okay. We don't have this constant feeling tension. and constant tension. And when you see it happening and you know it exists because you've heard it from your parents, because mm-hmm. your parents have been through lots of trauma too for more. And you're aware of it, but you don't know the feeling of it. You know? So mm-hmm. it's just... Um, Makes you sad. So speaking of exhaustion and stress, um, this is something I wanted to talk about because inevitably social media in general or just news or information you get um, can affect you and then through it affect your relationship. Yeah. So how would you say our relationship has been 
challenged in the past few weeks because <laughs> inevitably you are you're feeling exhausted and angry so it's very yeah. important something that we made sure of that uh, um, we made it a point to do is to give ourselves a break and i encourage that with any, anyone who's listening or watching is whatever you're exposed to that is stressful even when it's something like as horrific as that you have every right to, to want to stay up to date and to take action but you need to give your brain a break definitely because and, and your body because the stress yeah. is gets into your body right and it's often there are certain things you can't control right with stress stress is designed to be temporary and something you can control when it's traumatic like that or at least like for for people going through it or when it's chronic or when it's something you can directly control mm. like information news then it, it just becomes chronic and mm -hmm. then it just destroys you gradually so we made it a point to give ourselves a break and not to do it in the morning you know we have a habit uh, like people can have a habit of first thing you do you go check your phone you go check your phone and you want to be on instagram and then you're like in bed for 30 minutes looking at instagram and then yeah. you especially if you've been watching difficult news that's the first thing that pops you don't want that when you just wake up your brain is not designed yeah for that right um same thing at night before you go to sleep so we have our like wake up routine and our bedtime routine to avoid um starting your body with stress yeah yeah because you know I mean? definitely it i think as a result uh, during the day we'd be more snappy or yes yeah we'd have a lot and of it affected our sleep yeah and it affected our sleep and my mind was constantly running and you know that feeling of grief i was talking about yeah. it's like it stays with you and anger and you're just feeling all these emotions and of course i'm gonna act a certain way towards you i'm not gonna mm -hmm. be myself yeah so Definitely those breaks were needed because us humans, our brain is not capable or made to absorb all this information you're seeing on the phone and not be able to do anything about it. Yeah, immediately. The know. chronic stress you're talking about is, is people are not aware how it's affecting your mind. And I see people constantly posting and, mm -hmm. you know, at the same time, good for them because mm -hmm. they're bringing awareness. But I wonder if they're taking breaks. I hope so. For their mental state, because it's it it can fuck you up. <laughs> you know, it's so we said to ourselves for the sake of our sanity and relationship that we take um when we notice that we reach a limit, mm -hmm. we took daily breaks, I think, yeah. from the whole day, no just, social media. Yeah, or just mindfulness or just chilling taking yeah. a walk or, or or even watching like even lighthearted things like yeah. comedy or if you're on social media go look at cats and dog videos like you need those things need these those things, things are important yeah. entertainment has a reason that's why even we we started like we took a break even from posting things but we came back and we did like a lighthearted cute video about my yeah you know, whatever it was like yeah. about my nose whatever yeah um and we also wanted to share that with everyone and we appreciate the support because a lot of you guys were like thank you for for giving something wholesome in these yeah. difficult times because like you, if someone needs to watch it someone needs to create it too you need to give a break between the the uh, heavy stuff and yeah. have light yeah. stuff yeah so yeah. not that also you <laughs> shouldn't do anything not help uh of course you can't like deny that but you need to help and try to do the best you can um while staying sane <laughs> while staying sane yeah so what i'm trying to say is 
not to remove credit for those who are actually posting and trying to do something, but yeah. uh, we're not saying you should sit on your ass and not do anything and meditate all day and just really forget about the situation. Of course not. Um, but take breaks. You definitely need to take breaks and do the most you can. Uh, we tried something new now with our merch, our t-shirts that we're wearing now. If you want to go on our website, info at, sorry, not info, riceprojects.com, R-Y-Z-E. 10% of each sale goes to the children of Gaza. We also put a bio. Uh, in our bio, we put uh, bio. Um, a fundraiser to help the children of Gaza. So you can help in any ways. Like there's different ways to help. The merch is one way uh, with 10% going straight to the, that fundraiser. Um, or you can donate directly yourself So and keep raising awareness and yeah. keep your sanity. So, all right. Always keep your sanity. Yes. So that's our week. That's, that's how week. Uh, we want to start this because <laughs> we needed to let it out. Thanks for everybody for, to, for listening. Yeah. But uh, back to relationships. So we're on the subject of social media. Yes. Last week, we asked the question, uh, have you ever fought with your partner over a social media post or like? whatever etc and if so what and you guys delivered okay <laughs> you had a lot of um, let's see the juicy stuff a lot of people who who answered some of them are very similar and it's very common i highlighted three of them that are okay. about the same thing but i'll get back to that since we were previously talking about the situation in mm -hmm. uh, gaza uh someone actually wrote this I posted something about Canada's statement about Hamas attack a few days ago, and my partner thought it was unhelpful or too sarc sarcastic. But for me, it was the only way I could express how I was feeling at the time. It was definitely a disagreement, though. Mm -hmm. So it's funny because we were just saying how we were having a few debates over this, and it kept like escalating, and we didn't fight, but... Yeah. We had... I was in my feelings at some point. You were I in my feelings. <laughs> I was in my feelings. We were all in our feelings. And we were just um, heated. And there were some things you probably heard me say that was a misunderstanding. I'm not saying that this is her case, him, his or her case, but it could be that. It could be misinterpretation. It could be misunderstanding. Um, but... Yeah, I feel like everyone's going to have an opinion mm. over any situation or incident, you know. No one's going to have the same. But it's so important, I find, to have an open ear and open heart, even though it's not the same opinion you have to others. It's really important it's, because... It's difficult. It's challenging. It's challenging. It's really difficult. But learn, you know. It's something that you have to do because if you're always going to close yourself over disagreements i don't see humanity evolving <laughs> or getting better it's so important because there's a lot of things sometimes i talk about you talk about you're in disagreement about and i hear you out mm. i put my opinion aside or whatever i believe aside and hear you out you know because ultimately i think especially in something like that that's so um delicate mm. um it's important I would say not to let such stressful and, and intense things happening in the world yeah. come in the way of your relationship because you're going to have opinions about it 
and you're going to be watching things that are making you angry and so you're heated and you get into a debate or an argument and then it becomes less about sharing opinions and discussing something mm. and then it gets into an actual fight about the other person so that's something external that's coming and seeping into your home you know it's like seeping into your relationship it's just sneaking its way in between like the devil got him got inside the house you know what i mean so um, if you find yourself in your feelings be careful about opening a, a a hot topic or a debate it's if you're somewhere at a seven on ten mm. on anger you're, it's not the time to be t- t- uh, having a debate or argument yeah or sharing your opinions because it's going to get intense and, so, and when you're in your feelings sometimes the way you interpret things can be different than you would if you were in a calm state so get back to under a four three on 10 yeah and then if you want to talk about it sure and dedicate is a time it's just you don't have to be debating all day about this exactly especially if you're up there in your feelings so yeah that that what else the thing that um was similar i highlighted three of them it's about liking posts so it wasn't about a post or like more like girls he was following a lot Another one wrote liking another woman's sexy picture. Okay. And another one wrote liking a provocative woman's pic who's a female friend. So there's a lot of those. It's not just those three that wrote it, but it's a similar, um, how can I say, situation and very common, I should say. Um, Okay. What do you think? Do you like provocative women's posts, Mark? No. I mean, <laughs> I don't follow that. And, yeah. Um, normally, like provocative, like what she's wearing. I don't know, like she's in a thong or whatever. I don't yeah, follow it. these things to begin with. Yeah. Um, and if I do, you would know about it. Like mm. I, you would know my reasons if I if I was following or. Yeah, I think is if you see me watching something like that, you don't get suspicious about it because you're like like you know you might be on your feed and it's news right and whatever like like. Uh, what was it? AI now having uh, creating generative images of uh, of like uh, women that almost pornographic, you know, and they yeah. have, they're fake accounts, yeah, but it's yeah, like yeah, not yeah. a real person. And it's so I was like going through my AI feed uh, yeah. on Instagram, and that pops, for example, like her boobs are like this, and I don't know what. But you're next to me, you know, and I'm not yeah. scared to look at that because I'm not I'm not doing anything suspicious. Yeah. So I think it's also a question of trust: is, is what are you liking and why? What's your reasons? Yeah, what's your reasons for liking um, more? Yeah, I mean, sorry, I I just want to add that I would find it weird to just randomly like, if I'm liking a girl's picture and her ass is here and she's wearing a a thong, I think it's weird to do that personally, Mm -hmm. okay? So you have the right to bring it up to me. And I'm not, um, I think when you're at ease and at peace with your reasons and your values, you don't have anything to hide. So I don't have anything to hide from you. So if I am liking something like that, I'm not going to hide it from you. I'm going to be like, that's why. Yeah. Uh, look, I know for a fact also, I haven't been through this with you because like we said in the previous episode, I have access to your phone. You have access to mine. And I know it's not things you you look at or like. And I know this because I know you like the palm of my hand, you know? Oh. Uh Wow. The palm and back. Is I it the love... palm of my hand or the back of my hand? Uh, I guess so. I think so. Which one is it? I like the palm of your hand. 
I know you like all my hand. Yeah. Anyways. I like all of you. <laughs> my <laughs> point is, I would definitely be like, what? If I okay. saw you like a there picture like that. Why would you be liking a picture like this? A lot of people are going to say, it's just a like. It's so, it's, it's, it's harmless. It doesn't matter. Look. It's interesting. I just want to say, by the way, but before, yeah. just quick parenthesis, the age we live in now, yeah. how a tap on a screen yeah. is can, harmless. No, no, it's not about that. How impactful it is. Because mm. someone who grew up in the 80s or 90s, they don't have any reference of those things. It's like maybe a magazine you would have. And like, why do you have this magazine? Yeah. Or who did you call? Mm -hmm. But a tap, a double tap on a screen has, or, and you discovering that, for example, that there's a simple little heart has such an impact on a relationship and on people. I just I just find that yeah. so fascinating. Yeah, well, that's the equivalent of a magazine, right? I guess so. So yeah. you're looking at a at a picture of a girl in a bikini and you're just like, ooh, I like that. It's just that the equivalent now is on social media. You're gonna like that. We're gonna heart it, you know? So it's the same thing. If for me, your man has a porn magazine and they're looking at bikini pictures. Is the same thing if that's what he's looking at on his phone. It's just rude. It's disrespectful. I wonder how they would feel mm -hmm. if their women were looking at men in pictures with boxers and abs and muscle and mm -hmm. and that's his feed. And that's that's her feed, that's her feed you know. Mm. It's I always like to. Um, what's the word? It's not the same, because you know, it's guys. Because oh, it's guys, right? Yeah, it's all the same thing. Right? I hate hearing this. I hate that that argument. Please don't throw that argument. It is so not valid and it's so stupid. Men have a higher sexual drive. <laughs> no. No. Women too. They're just more selective. It just doesn't make sense to me, you know? I'm sorry. If I saw you liking another woman's picture, sexy picture, I would definitely confront you about it and I would not find that cool. So I think you'd be confused. I'd be very confused. <laughs> like, yeah. I think for knowing us, <laughs> like you would probably come up to me first and be like, because you know how I am. So I think first you would be surprised, mm. confused, and probably would be like, it was just, you probably would think it was a mistake. Like maybe he accidentally tapped and didn't realize. Yeah. Um, but yes, definitely. And I, I would feel weird. Yeah. So, but okay. So just to put ourselves in the shoes of the person experiencing this, let's say I did that. You would confront me about this. And then what would you expect? What would you want? I'd be me like, to? why did you like this picture? Okay. What did you like about it? Are there any, I mean, everybody has their own rules. So I'm trying to think, is there any reason that feels appropriate for a relationship to do that? I think if you're a monogamous relationship, mm -hmm which means it's just you and I, um, to do that means that you are thinking of something outside your fridge. So maybe your fridge isn't full. You're getting a little, well, you know what? I'm, Let I'm, me clarify something first. I'm not talking about just a sexy picture. I'm not talking about a picture of a girl in a robe or a dress, a robe, a dress, you know, like a nice picture of an mm. actress or whatnot. That's fine. I'm talking about provocative pictures mm -hmm. bikini pictures almost nude you know it's but the goal of the goal is to is to say 
it's almost like porn like the exactly. goal is to turn you on like, yeah because if you're liking something you're liking the image of something you're liking what you're looking at so if what you're looking at is something you like and it's a constant double tap on your feed of course that's all you're going to get on your phone and that's all that's going to be fed to you you know so already that is kind of I can't find a word for this, not desensitizing you, but at the same time, you're kind of looking at other women because now social media is just going to throw all of these pictures in your face and you're going to think it's normal and society tells you it's normal, but your partner is hurt seeing you do this next to you or finding out, you know? So what I would do is definitely confront and I think they should also confront and Tell them, I don't like you doing this. I want you to stop doing this. But first ask them also why. Like, why do you like these pictures? There's you always both, a reason. Yeah. You both need to be okay with that. If you're both okay with that and they are part of your values, then you have nothing to hide and it's not something that requires um, explanation because it's already been taken care of. Mm. But if you're not both okay with it, then... You have no right to gaslight the other person and to deny or justify or downplay, downplay what you're doing. Because if you're hurt, whether I want to downplay or not, you're hurt. So ultimately, I can't go around saying, well, that's how I am. Because that's if that's how I am, then I don't want to respect your feelings. And we have different rules and it's not meant, we're not meant to be together. You know what I mean? At this point, you should be clear about your reason. If you think you're, it's okay for you to do that, okay, own up to it. Mm. Tell the person, this is my way of life. But if the person does not agree with this, then you have to respectfully part ways, I think. Yeah. And exactly. And you spoke about gaslighting. The next person here is a master at gaslighting. So let me uh, read out to you. But I, also, I think just to quickly clarify, gaslighting yeah. is making someone question their reality by sowing yeah. doubt. Okay, it's messing with their mind through like, you know, you can you can flip around and blame them, for example, or make them question the reality of Sometimes something. Sometimes involving others to question the reality yeah, as yeah. well. Team up. It makes you look like you're weird and you're the bad guy. Yeah. So go. The next one here. He likes watching bikini and lingerie try-on hauls on YouTube. He says he's a man and will continue and that it's normal. I've con confronted him about it and I think he still watched them but erases them after. So it won't be in his history. Do you think I'm wrong in not being okay with it? Like why does he do it if he's with me? He also likes looking at other women in public and tries to play it off so I won't notice. And him and his sister like to team up and say I'm wrong for getting bothered since he likes to observe. So much to unpack here. Whoa. <laughs> There's um, only one thing to unpack. It's a punch in the face. That's all. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, no, don't punch him. Um, but uh, punch his ego, please. And his lies. Can I? Can I? Or would you like to say something? <laughs> you know what go ahead it's it's especially the i'm a man all right so now we're going from someone who's defending himself getting mm. defensive there's not been a single thing that says i acknowledge your feelings mm. this is i'm defensive about it and then i'm doing it behind your back 
and in public and playing off like pretending i'm not mm-hmm. so now it's you're acting like a someone who's doing something wrong and is trying not to be caught and i'll tell you something about men 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 males <laughs> males homo sapien males um especially in a culture that tries to feed the tough guy and and the head count you know head count is how many girls he's banged mm. you know then it's equivalent to how much cash he has mm-hmm. um but if a girl does it she's a whore you know? mm. um men have sometimes they hide their fears and insecurities behind moves like that to try and check on their confidence meaning to see if they still have game so if a girl in public kind of flirts with him or does something that boosts his ego he feels good about himself as a man he's like oh i still got it mm. which is another way of saying that what i have with my woman is not worthy of appreciation i need to like it's not actual evidence of whether i'm good looking or whether i still got it i need to get it from a stranger it's as if if you call me handsome it's not real i need to find it from from a stranger mm-hmm. i need to get my validation from a stranger mm-hmm. it means i still got it you know what i mean i wonder if you got validation from his parents <laughs> savage but true <laughs> um sometimes it can be that it's if if you're constantly having to prove yourself as a man you're going to start doing things like that and i read a book from justin baldoni who, who um yeah. i'm a big fan of because he's very honest with his feelings um he called he wrote a book called men enough please go read it um men and women should read it, should read this um and i'm only sharing this because it's public he goes in depth about um his insecurities as a teenager and his addiction to porn mm. and they it got to a certain point where he struggled back and forth with shame and so on um and right even into his marriage he 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 was doing it he would do it when he felt ashamed about himself as a man he would revert back to that because maybe it gave him some kind of um it's like a drug right it's like yeah. a, a a relief a sense of pleasure but at the same time you feel its destructive effects and he was trying to tell her and she was very compassionate about it, his wife um emily and he was trying to make sure that he's not doing it be- he doesn't want her to think he's doing it because he doesn't find her sexy it's because he's he was lacking confidence in himself he wasn't feeling good about himself as a man mm-hmm. so it's interesting that when men don't feel good about themselves they don't feel anchored in their masculinity they will go do things like that and so i think what he's doing that he's defending behind his armor is because he doesn't feel good about himself as a man otherwise he would not feel the need to go check out all these women it is not true that that's what men do that's what a man does if he doesn't feel anchored and confident in himself and it's what a man does if he doesn't appreciate what he has if your fridge is full at home and you are communicating your needs because that's another big thing is in terms of intimacy and sexuality and love they all go together in a relationship especially long term you got to communicate this if you're not communicating communicating this with your partner you're going to start trying to get validation or meet your needs from those videos you watch from the flirting you get and that is not the fault of the girl hmm. it's a relationship you both have to bring the vulnerability you both have to talk about it 
Because she might feel guilty. She'd be like, oh, it's because he's not satisfied with me. That's why he's looking elsewhere. Or maybe he's not talking to you. He's not able because he's a man. Mm. I don't communicate my needs. Mm -hmm. I just tough it out. What are your thoughts? You said them all. (laughs) (laughs) You said them all more eloquently. It's not to shame him. Like he's a human being. Yeah, we're not we're not here to shame anyone. It's really just But he's being dishonest. Yeah, it's 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 really it's so involving your sister too. It's just I find so That's mean. That's just cruel. It's mean. It it's mean and not necessary and communication is something that like is probably not done correctly and i feel like if you confront him about it it's it has to be done in a way that's not shaming of course it's a red flag okay it is a red flag you're not acknowledging her feelings fuck you okay i'm sorry i need to say this because it's fucking annoying he's involving his sister too against her why are you with her why are you with her at this point if you're imagine i'm involving my sister Mm. To tell you, you're fucking stupid. Mm. You're my wife. I wouldn't marry you. How You don't do this. You, you don't do this if you care about the other person. Yeah. That means you know that you're not at peace with your actions. You're not at peace with your values. Otherwise, you don't try to get everybody to gang up on, on, uh, on your significant other and completely invalidate their feelings. Mm-hmm. Major red flag. So if he's not willing to talk to you, you know what to do. Mm-hmm. It's calling him out. This is accountability. I'm calling him out on this fucking bullshit. Calling him out on this major red flag. I see the passion. This is why I let you go first because there's fire that comes out when you see it's, men like Especially this. the, that's, I'm a man, that's what I do. No, no. You're not at peace with your reasons. You don't feel the need to defend yourself. Yeah. You listen if you're grounded. You listen to what she says. You don't bring in your sister to back you up. Yeah. That means you, you'd rather win your argument than listen to the person. Yeah. You don't want to be with her. Thank you. Thank you. That'll Good be evening. all. <laughs> the next one is... I love that one. Posting pictures of me to Milewe while eating. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, please means your mouth is hanging like so you could look like this uh, in the picture. So, you know, when your boyfriend likes to take candid pictures of you, but it doesn't come out candid and it comes out with your mouth semi open. Yeah, he's posting pictures of her like that. Those, those would be the fa- my favorite kind of pictures of taking of you. But there's, I think... One picture out of a hundred that you approve of that I take of you. It's like a standard, mm-hmm. a stereotype. Do men suck at taking pictures? You never took one nice picture of me. Lies. Never. There are a few you've said that are good, but you don't register them. You just register the sucky, sucky ones the I The only take. good ones are the ones you're in and they're selfies. Ah, because the camera loves me, baby. Because I took my- <laughs> <laughs> camera loves you too you just you look for flaws within yourself i'm like you look so gorgeous You're like no my hair no my blah, blah. that's why no i won't post a picture of you that is so annoying i'm sorry <laughs> do the same thing for him yeah yeah jokes aside <laughs> jokes aside consent is important yeah like i check with you before it's important you know. or just post a picture of him to Oh, now that's that's vengeance now. Oh, that is going down a <laughs> rabbit hole. Let me have a, some water here, please, while you go on to the next point. There is no next point. That's the last one. We're done? 
We're done with, we're done with the show? Yeah. We're done with the episode? Yeah, it's a short one. That's it? That's it. There's nothing else to talk about? There's nothing else. Well, if you want to talk about the uh, point, there's a video we watched not long ago, actually, about uh, men who do and help, since we're on a subject of men here. Yes, yes. You wrote balancing tasks. Mm. The idea that husbands help and not do. Of course, ladies and gentlemen. This is video uh, about how mothers and wives have more mental load. Mm, yes. So, so yeah, we were watching a video not long ago about the uh, man. He was saying he doesn't help his wife. He doesn't help her do laundry. He doesn't help her do the dishes. He doesn't help her make the bed. He doesn't help her with the kids. You tell him. He doesn't help her with anything. He goes to work and comes back home and doesn't help her with things. What he does is takes on his own tasks. He takes care of the kids. He does the bed and he does the laundry and he does the dishes and he takes out the garbage because he doesn't help. He does it because it's also his responsibility. Change your vocabulary. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. This is the point with um, the video is this whole concept of helping. Mm. Like, it's not his job. He's helping her because it's mainly her task oh, and her goodness. job. Because we still believe in our society that <laughs> it, is, it is a woman's job to do all of this. And the man must provide assistance. But it's not his main duties. Oh, my God. You know what patriarchy thing? is to me? Go ahead. Patriarchy. It fires out. The... Uh, the lingering presence mm. of patriarchy for me is like a lingering smell of a fart mm. that have when you ate the worst kind of beans mm. okay and right. then you release a fart that just lingers the smell just stays longer than it should physically ever be allowed to mm-hmm. that's what patriarchy is to, to me it's just it's 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 changing today but there's a lingering fucking smell that that is that mm-hmm. that that is in the vocabulary. It's like we're trying to bring potpourri to mask the smell now. Something like that. Yeah. So the idea of helping is the same thing. We actually read a, a a quote that says, "Remember we read about how the fact that um, AI assistants like Siri yeah. and, and Alexa and yeah, that are by default by default. Of course, you have the option of male voices, but the default is Woman. female voices. So of course, you might argue, "Oh, you're reading too much into this." Think of it what you want. Interpret it however you want. But it's just interesting that by default, it is a woman. It's not that it's wrong. Like right now, Siri for me is a female voice. Not because I get a kink out of it. Because that's I just left it that way. I don't care. But it's like like if I say secretary. Mm. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Often it's a woman. Mm. If I say nurse, often the first thing that comes to mind. And if you say doctor, it's a man. There you go. You'd have to say doctress. It's like actor, you know, actress. You'd have to say doctress. You know what I mean? It's just crazy when I when when the whole when I read about the whole like it was like Siri and Alexa and all of those and Bixby, women, women voices, female voices. It's, it, the idea was that that by default, assistants or or um, what's the word like employees or some someone at a lower level on the hierarchy you know the work hierarchy is a woman yeah and by default anything that is on a higher like a boss is a male it's mm. interesting yeah. what do you guys think what do you guys think so yeah the, the idea of helping 
Um, I think it's a very good point because um, folding clothes doesn't have a vagina or a penis on it. Okay, folding clothes is not gender. Cannot be like the fact that it's genderized is, is weird to me. So. But it can it can give you a vagina if you fold clothes work. You can start developing female uh, behavior. What are you saying? I think also if you were to make your bed, you you would slowly start wearing my clothes as well. Well, I stopped making my bed now because you don't like the way I do it. <laughs> no, so because she has like this perfect feng shui method and and this 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 organizational feng shui. yes this 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 way of doing things in perfect symmetry that of course i'm too chaotic to do <laughs> so we've agreed that you're the one who does the bed i'm the eagle eye i have an eye <laughs> for perfection <laughs> that's why i married you oh yeah <laughs> that's right i was about to say but you said it wow I appreciate there you that. go um, but I'm I'm great at cooking. I do that. You are, yeah. What else? We divide tasks based on our strong points. That yes. It's very simple. And time, I would say, like yes. if you're training, I'll cook. If if uh, I'm training, you'll cook. Very if I'm simple. Training or editing, you're gonna do yes. cooking. But it's strange. You're also a master on making the salad. Yes. So you do most of the salad. Yes. yes. So that we can. He live. makes awesome salads. They're so good. So that we can live blue zone, you know. Blue yeah zone, over 100 um yeah so vocabulary makes a big difference the idea of helping is is something you guys need to reflect on men you don't if, if you're in a relationship you don't help your woman with tasks you do them that's it that's all thank you that'll be it bye that's the whole episode no we'll move on now no we're gonna end something else i want to rant about something else I think you ranted enough because right now you're at a seven. And if I uh, give you another patriarchal, misogynistic story, uh, you'll be at a 10. And the mic will break. It's not a mic drop. It's a mic destruction. Mm -hmm. Just look at his face, guys. He's, he's about to fight something. <laughs> For anyone watching, go on YouTube right now at, I think, after 40 minutes... And see that face. Confidence. Yeah. There, there's more to say now. Confidence mm. is not loud. Confidence mm. doesn't need to scream to the world about its uh, glory. It doesn't need to... Uh... <coughs> Andrew Tate. <coughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Okay, I'll stop it there. <laughs> have, there's so much I could say. So go ahead. You want to add? I mean, no, but I like... It's the red flags, I feel. Mm. If there's one thing I could add about, about the dangers of, of what you might call loud masculinity. I'm not going to call it toxic masculinity because that very word can also start to give an idea that to be a man is toxic. Although toxic masculinity is not masculinity. So I prefer to call it unhealthy masculinity. That's actually in the book too, Man Enough. Um, there are traits that are learned by men that are unhealthy, that they think is confidence, but it isn't. To be vulnerable and to communicate your needs is not not masculine, is not not manly. You can be strong, you know, traditionally speaking, and be sweet. You can be tough and you can be cute. You can be fucking powerful and, and fierce. And also be tender and and 
and listen. You know, being confident doesn't mean stating, you know, stating, declaring your masculinity and saying what you are. This is, we say that in Arabic, yufrud wujudu. That means to impose your presence. You don't have to impose yourself on people to be confident. To actually be confident means you're so grounded, you can listen. You can listen to your partner's needs. You can listen when they're bothered by something. You're so sexy right now. <laughs> All right, guys. Don't forget our merch. 10% of each sale goes to the children of Gaza. And we have fundraisers. The same fundraiser, if you want to donate directly on our bio on Instagram, just Margarita or Mark Hashem. Yes. Stay awesome. Take care of your uh, health. Keep your stress cool. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you for listening and supporting us as always. Share your thoughts, your stories, throw us questions, and let us know if you need relationship advice on our website, riceprojects.com slash hardheaded. That's R-Y-Z-E projects.com slash hardheaded. Sign up to our newsletter to stay up to date with our podcast and all of our announcements. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and directly on our website, riceprojects.com. Thank you. Share your thoughts. Tell us what you think. Tell us what, who do you want me to rant about? <laughs> who and what do you want me to pulverize with my words? Tell us. And he will. What red flags would you like me to burn? <laughs> what truth do you need to hear that you know you need to hear? But... There's something about you that, you know, you're feeling guilty about yourself and you're like, I don't know, Mark. I don't know, Rita. You know you need to hear it. Tell us. Yeah, send it on our form submission. I will be happy to pulverize them. Riceprojects.com slash hardheaded. Mark is just waiting. Let's go. Yalla. Yeah.